Welcome to episode 20, Music City Horror. Uh, I'm going to try not to butcher this. Uh, Kayla, Kayla, Lena, and it's been many months since I didn't butcher that. So that, that was that one was for KB, and um, he's uh, he's finally he's finally himself again. Yeah, I got some sleep finally. Um, so yeah, so episode 20, uh, we just looked it up. It was we couldn't believe we're already at 20. Um, I was thinking about this. We're almost on the one year anniversary of me and KB serendipitously. How, how do you say that? What? Ser- God. Ser- God. Serendipit- serendipitously? Serendipitously. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> it started, it started up. It started off a word and then to- like turned into noises. Yeah. It was, that one went, that one got away from me. Um, <laughs> You nailed but, Kayla Kayla Lena, but then you lost a complete sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but we 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 were at the same wrestling show in Nashville, um, almost sometime in early August of last year, and then so wild. Yeah. Um, and we saw the. We'll greatest. be we'll be at one next week. Yeah. So, oh my gosh! Sunday, yeah. That's so fun. The birth of Music City Horror. Yeah, pretty right. much birthday. Yeah, pretty much. And it's funny that you would think it's you know at a horror movie or at a haunted house. No, we're at a local wrestling show. <laughs> I, I don't feel like said, that. That's like a a thing that people that listen to us regularly or now are, would be surprised at at this point. Just because we always find a way to talk about it. Mm-hmm. One day we'll do. One day we'll do a wrestling uh, wrestling and horror episode. Oh, uh, we still have to do um, that crossover. That's right. But mm-hmm. I want to I want to reserve it for when we can maybe snag a certain interview. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> Later we'll like, see. I want to. I want to keep. I don't know people's names. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's like, is John Cena still a person? I don't know. Yeah. That's that's about that's about that's that's yes. Yeah, that is my favorite meme for the past like year. Is the John Cena meme? <laughs> it's still the best. Yeah. It is. It is pretty good. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's not get sued by his lawyers or something. So, anyways, he he seems like a fun dude. He'd be fine. Yeah, he could come on the podcast. He just comes heartbroken too, guys. He's single. What? Wow. Oh my gosh, we have we got a poster of him. You know those old read posters that Mm -hmm. your school library had? Yep. So they still make them, and so I insisted on buying a whole bunch of them. And they had John Cena poster, and none of the other librarians knew who he was except me. And I was like, trust me, we're buying this. And like all of the little children were like gathered around it. It was very adorable. Yeah, I was like, I told you this was a winner. I got it. I'm cool. I know what what kids like. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) He does seem like a fun dude. Um, (laughs) Before we go further off the tracks, um, we're going to... So I guess we'll kind of go ahead and talk about the new stuff uh, coming in August to the streaming sites. Um, There's a big long list, so we'll get started with uh, KB on that. What's up, nerds? It's me. Uh, you know, I do this every time, 
And this week it's going to be very kind of lackluster because it's, it's different when you don't have a lot to talk about, but this is one of those things where I'm going to be lackluster about it because there's too much to talk about. When I read this list between Shudder, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, everything, there is so much coming out in the month of August that it would take me another like 10 minutes to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to just go over a couple um, so I don't bore you by reading this entire um, entire list. And, and feel free to jump in, guys, if, you, you know, if you've read this list. Uh, jump in with your favorites because I'm sure we all have favorites. The one that I'm probably the most excited about is the Blair Witch Project, and that's mm. coming out on mm-hmm. August 6th on Shudder. Um, I honestly might get Shudder just because I have actually never seen the Blair Witch Project. What? Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, you're, in uh, for, you're in for a treat. Yes. So I I have always meant to get around to it, and it's just one of those things when I sit down to watch something, it's not the first thing on my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's just never been something that I've actually, you know, made a point to watch. And maybe I just need to make myself a list about, you know, a list of different movies that I always forget. It's, it's I forget to watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of them. Um more importantly, Eli, I'm sure you read this coming out on August 2nd, is See No Evil and See No Evil 2. Yeah, I was, I was, I was excited about that one. Those Featuring things. our boy, okay. Glenn Jacobs. The Big Red Machine. <laughs> I've never known his real name the, until now. The Depth's <laughs> favorite demon. <laughs> he also answers to uh, Isaac Yankum, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Formerly known as Formerly. Isaac Yankum. Um, <laughs> I wanted to interject real quick. Uh, Amazon will also have the Blair Witch and the Blair Witch 2 um, in August. So, so. Oh, nice. So if you happen to already have Amazon Prime, uh, KB, you have it? I, I do. I do. Perfect. And I'm sure our wrestler or our wrestlers. Yep. I'm still thinking about. We still can thinking talk about, about wrestling. Yeah. Um, our, our listeners will enjoy that because it's going to take them 10 minutes to read this list. <laughs> the list. The list is posted on our website, musiccityhorror.com. Everything that's coming out uh, in the month of August, and we'll try to make sure that we compile a list each month so you can plan your binge days. Um, uh, Any other other ones you guys are excited about? I have already seen Mother. um, Like, Mother, lowercase with an exclamation point. Definitely Um, excited about that. Yes. I watched watched it once and was... I was... I feel like there are people who love it, like me, and I was completely obsessed with it, or think it's, like, the worst movie that's ever been made. But I encourage everybody to give it a chance and watch it and watch it all the way through and actually think about it while you're watching it. Like, put your damn phone down. Watch the screen. Tell them, Kayla. Think about mm-hmm. it. So that you can actually figure out what's happening. Voice right there. Yeah. Put your damn phone down. Put, Put your damn phone down. <laughs> Put your watch, damn phone down. Watch a movie. Watch yeah. one screen at a time. Um, I don't know. I, if I, I loved it. Joe Bob talking about that. The fiddling yes. on the phone. <laughs> I was like, preach it. Yeah, yeah, preach. <laughs> preach, Joe Bob. I know. Exactly. And I, this is something I do myself. So I'm like being critical of people with <laughs> being critical of myself. But um, yeah, watch Mother. Let it 
just kind of roll over you. It's crazy. Was it one of those <laughs> things where, like, hereditary that people loved it and hated it, but the people that loved it really loved it? I feel like it was even more divisive than hereditary. Yeah, I think um, so, too. Just because a lot of people with hereditary, they think it's either too boring or they didn't like the ending, which, ugh, whatever, they're, they're wrong. That whole thing um, was just <laughs> a true masterpiece. Just wrong. Um, but with Mother, I feel like people just hate every single part of it. Um, Dang. But I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome and complete awesome. genius. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy that it's coming out so I can rewatch it again and kind of dive into it again. I will be watching it as soon as it comes out. It's definitely one of the movies that I've kind of put off. Um, another one that I've forgotten about, um, just like just like I did with Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I'm also excited about The Ninth Gate that's coming out on August 1st on Amazon Prime. Is and that Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp, where yeah. he has, yeah, like the, um, oh, like the fucking demon book yes and he was like hot because and he had glasses and he was but like he was smart also somehow. like dingy <laughs> yes at the, the same best time kind. yes that, that <laughs> the best Johnny is Depp. one of my favorite movies um always a good rewatch me and my husband rewatch that one every so often and it just gets it just gets better with age that's awesome so that other than underrated. that I, I, you know, I'm, I'll be able to explore a lot more, a lot of movies that I've either never heard of or never seen with that list. So it definitely gives you a lot of material. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I wanted, I've been wanting to rewatch uh, Cloverfield, which is coming out on Amazon um, and the others too. I love the others so yeah, much. I do. It's it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's beautiful. It's such a, it's such a be- yeah. yeah, it's such a beautiful movie. Um, so I always just kind of like putting it on when I'm kind of doing something else, not on my phone, but like working or something important. Um, <laughs> but I get off your damn phone. Get off your damn phone. Get off your damn phone. But yeah, this is a good list. They, you know, it really is. Finally, I was. Yeah. Uh, been kind of a drought for a bit. I feel like. Yeah, I'm kind of like if they're if they're swinging for the fences in August, like I I can't imagine what they're going to be doing in you know October. Woo! I'm ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> um, some of I'm looking forward to in the Mouth of Madness. I watched that when I was young, and I don't you know, want to see that. It, yeah, it was just I don't know. It, it never really stood out, and and I think that was like when I was that was right around like um, it says it was ninety four. I think it came out ninety five. So whatever. Like we were talking about earlier, I'm just gonna ignore this evidence and believe what I want to believe. Um, <laughs> fake news. It was fake news. Yeah, fake news. <laughs> there was no internet back then, so how can you prove it? So, um, right. <laughs> but it was like um, uh, like. Uh, the last Freddy, the new nightmare was out and then scream came out and, you know, it was kind of in that era. So like, I remember seeing it, but it just never really like, you know, made a big impression. And, um, but you know, of course it's, it's gained acclaim over the years. Oh, I just am looking at the Wikipedia page for it and I just, I've never seen it, but I saw it was like Lovecraftian, which mm-hmm. is just my like trigger happy word. Oh, so yes. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll yeah. have to watch that too. Um, 
Also, at the end of August, uh, Shudder is bringing uh, Wolf Cop, and it is just hell yeah, <laughs> it's just a silly movie. I really like the first one. I've got like a poster from it or something, so it was really good. Um, Netflix is kind of kind of dry next month. There's a couple things. Um, Amazon's killing it. We talked about Blair Witch uh, and the sequel. If that's up your up your alley um jacob's ladder i want to revisit because it's supposed to be just a mm-hmm. mind fuck and i don't really remember it i may not have seen Same. it actually um they have teen wolf and teen wolf 2 um a clockwork orange that's always good um, oh my god i wrote a paper on that in my film studies class and my professor was like so you're the weirdest person in this class. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's the weirdest movie. I like analyzed color in the film or something like that. And he was like, okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you're really weird. <laughs> he loved it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see. Hulu's got Tales from the Dark Side. Um, I, I recently rewatched that. It was on HBO. Um, Deborah Harry's in it. Um I think it's Matthew Lawrence. It's Joey Lawrence's little brother. I think the one that was in Boy Meets World. I think he's in it. Christian Slater's in it. Steve Buscemi, Julianne Moore. Like, there's a lot of people in it. Um, mm. I didn't really get a... I don't know. Like, people don't talk about it. Like, they do, like, Creep Show and, you know, maybe, like, the Twilight Zone movie. Um, it, it also came out in 1990, so it was actually, you know, past the... You know, the, it wasn't an 80s flick. So, I don't know if that hurt it or helped it. I don't know. But... You know, I've always thought that one was pretty solid. And then, like, some of the big hits, they're doing, they're bringing uh, Halloween H2O and Shaun of the Dead will both be on Hulu in August as well. So, and then we talked about Mother as well. So, yeah, it's, yeah. When I was compiling this list last night and put it on the website, I was just like, crap, there's a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, so musiccityhard.com, you can check out the full list. Um, and I think we're going to talk about a little bit about Castle Rock. Who is everybody caught up, or is anyone not? I have not uh, even started it. Oh, yeah, I haven't either. I watched uh, the first episode the other day. It starts off a little. Um, well, first of all, I'm a big Stephen King fan. I haven't read all of his books, but I've read a big majority of them. I've read a lot, um, and I haven't really studied a whole lot about this whole like Stephen King universe. But I like, see the connections, and I kind of understand what they're reaching for. But Castle Rock is supposed to be kind of set in the Stephen King universe. Um, I haven't recognized any particular, like, same characters before, but you can tell it's very Stephen King influenced by all of the, um, stuff and just the way that they talk and the way that the characters are developed seem very Stephen King-ish. Um, so I was pretty hooked. It starts off, at least to me, a little slow, but I'm intrigued enough by the idea of the Stephen King universe, um, as much as that term's kind of getting overplayed, um, but it just makes me it just makes me want to watch it more. And the acting is like out of this world. They're they've really done a good job. And it looks fantastic. Um it's very beautifully shot. It's very like dark and moody and just kind of looks cloudy a lot, which um just kind of sets the mood for it a little bit. So I I liked it a lot. I'm gonna keep watching it. But I've only watched the first episode, so I don't feel like I'm a fantastic judge of it so far. But I've heard some really good things too. Um people seem to really like it. So you're saying you uh, you haven't read every Stephen King book? 
No, I have not read you're, every you're, Stephen King book. You're fired. <laughs> See, it's I'm a long, long time. We have watched we a lot of this you stuff. because we thought that you read yeah. right everything. You're the expert. You put that on your resume. <laughs> read almost all. I've read a lot, but not not all. every once in a while one will sneak up on me or one that I just kind of know is bad, and so I, I know that I don't want to read it. <laughs> that, yeah. that sounds terrible. I just am like... I know that he doesn't even remember writing this book, and I don't really care about reading it. Yeah. So, <laughs> just not well, do it. I've I binged all three episodes because I'm a maniac, and um, <laughs> I think it's, um, like it's not like there, something's happening and then a St. Bernard runs by, you know, or it's not, yeah. it's not it's like not overkill. Right. Yeah, it reference. wasn't like it where there was like vi- very noticeable visual cues from like other stuff you know um mm-hmm. it obviously starts at shawshank so that's obviously a big thing um and they kind of mention you know there's some references to to the actual movie i don't know how it's how much different it is from the book um but i mean even if you if you're not the biggest stephen king fan i, I think it's gonna be good it's definitely um kind of more thrillerish right now um you know, I haven't really seen, you know, which Stephen King's not always, you know, it's not always gore and that kind of stuff anyway. But, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be kind of, it, it is slow burning. I mean, I'm on the third episode and it is still kind of run a little slow. But um, I, I think just as a as a genre fan, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, and then they announced, I think I sent it to y'all yesterday, It's it's going to be anthologies so each season will be different so yeah i'm i'm curious about that i i don't know i'll see how i'm just not confident that it's been i just don't i think that maybe it's been too long since i've seen some of those movies and Mm -hmm. that i'm afraid that i'm not gonna understand it yeah i don't think I don't really think you need to have any backstory, to be honest. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so either. And I mean, I try to separate myself from my Stephen King um, obsessiveness a little bit, but I feel like they don't really—they're not referencing like former characters in the stories or anything like that. I feel like it's accessible to people. Um, you know, I feel like we all kind of have Stephen King stories kind of flowing in our culture. Um, that we all just kind of know enough to get by with something like this, I think. Yeah. So, if nothing else, um, Kayla and I can watch it. <laughs> Y'all probably watch. I just need to get Hulu. I don't have Hulu, so I gotta oh. gotta get that hooked up. If y'all really like it, I will. Lena, I will take yeah. care of you. Okay. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> because sharing is caring. I was about to say, I think we all can cover in some uh, way. Yeah. We all good. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, we just wanted to mention that because that's obviously anything related to Stephen King's going to be a big thing. And we actually mentioned that on one of our first episodes way back when. So. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so long ago. So long ago. Um, so moving on, just because we have a lot more to talk about. Um, see, this is what happens when we when we when we record like once a month. We have we have a lot to 
to discuss because a lot of stuff happens. Um, mm-hmm. So last episode we rec- we got to interview Joe Bob Briggs and um, and then two days later he hosted his uh, show on Shutter, The Last Drive In, um, and basically crashed the site. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're basically Joe welcome. Bob broke the internet. Yeah. Yes, awesome. he did. I mean, there was a sequence of events, our interview posted, and then he broke the internet, so... <laughs> we're not saying that it was us, but... We're not saying it was us. We're yeah. not, not saying. <laughs> mm, um, not exactly us. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, my feed... Um, so I was out of town and I was watching it on my iPad and a lot of people couldn't even get on the feed. But when I got on, my feed started at like the third or fourth movie. And then mm-hmm. the next morning when I started it, or it wasn't even the next morning. It was actually, I got home. I flew in from Ohio that Saturday and I started at about four or five. And when I turned it on, it started from where it should have started Friday night. So hmm. obviously a lot of high, you know, hiccups and weird stuff going on, but um, I live streamed some of it from our, from the Instagram account. And, you know, a lot of people were saying thanks for doing that. So, um, but yeah, it was definitely a, a sign that, you know, he was missed and there's still a appetite for that kind of programming. And, of course, Darcy the Mill Girl was our fabulous co-host, Diana Prince. <laughs> Yay! <So>, hey, Diana! <laughs> we're going to try hey, to get Frank. her back on um, before... Well, in case you didn't know, they've announced they're doing something with him again. I don't... I highly doubt it's going to be a weekly show like he, you know, they did on TNT. But, you know, maybe a, uh, you know, a Halloween special or, or something. Anyways, we're not done seeing Joe Bob, so he'll be oh. back. Sometime. So happy about that. It's yeah. very well-deserved. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And my feed didn't start. I think I, my husband and I waited for like several, maybe like an hour and a half, and it didn't kick on. But I, instead of getting like annoyed, I was just so happy <laughs> for Joe yeah. Bob and yeah. for Shudder. Like, so many people wanted to see this, and so many people were happy about this, um, that they crashed the site, and they just had – of course, they prepared, and I'm sure – they thought they had a good idea, but just didn't quite expect that. And I just thought that was super thrilling. And I feel like people, I was kind of reading comments online because I was really, I'm a very loyal shutter user. I was like a beta tester um, back when they, before they even started. Um, so I'm pretty loyal to them, but I was really worried that people would just drop them over mm-hmm. this, or they just got the service for just this thing. But it seemed like, some people were like that, but it seemed like a lot of people were also just like me and were really excited that this was a good opportunity for Joe Bob and were happy to like see him on this show. Just anyway, and Shutter handled it well. I thought they put the streams up the next day. You know, you could stream whenever you want. I still watch them every once in a while. So I thought they, you know, after kind of screw up, feel like they mm-hmm. managed the after effect pretty well. Yeah, and they, you know, Shutter's owned by AMC, who does, you know, Walking Dead and Breaking mm-hmm. Bad and all that. And they also own Sun. I don't think they own like the Sundance like Film Festival, but they own the Sundance Channel and I guess the mm-hmm. Sundance website. And both of those sites crashed because of Joe Bob's um, traffic. Oh, so, so amazing! Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. Most people that I saw were just like super pissed. I can't see it, but super happy. Joe Bob is back, you know, that kind of a deal. And, right. Um, mm. You know, he just has, there's something about him that people want to listen and they want to. And I think it's because he's so versed in it and he just, you know. He has so much to say about it, every movie that he shows, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, we are working on getting him to Nashville. Um, if you listen to the episode, um, that's still going on. I'm working behind the scenes. We're trying to see um, how we can make that happen. Um, obviously, with this past, you know, the, the last drive-in, his stock has risen quite a bit so <laughs> i'm not sure if we'll be able to pull it off now but um if we do we uh our our friend um, dead serial podcast uh basically it was like we'll, we'll fly out if you make that happen so holding yeah. you to that um mm-hmm. but um yeah hopefully i'm hoping by the end of this week we'll find something out but anyways keep your eyes and ears peeled for that so um so I'm going to announce these really quick just so we can go to the fun facts because that's like the fun part of the show. <laughs> Yay, um, Lee! Fun facts! <laughs> and, um, we need I can like do a little the, theme music to transition. I know. Well, I was going to say, I can do the John Cena thing again if you want. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, so this will air Friday the 3rd. So, yeah, I guess we can go ahead and talk about it. Um, Saturday the 4th. Um, at seven, we're doing, um, Big Trouble in Little China. Um, we won't have a full crew there, I don't think. Lena, are you going to be able to make it? Yes, I'll be there. So, myself and Lena and, well, I guess, are either Kayla's going to be there? I don't... Me! I will! Oh, you can make it. Yep. Nice. I'll be there. I am, I am pending. Okay. Um, I will mention something to you when we get off there. So, keep, remind me about that, Miss KB. Um, okay. But my friend Ted is going to co-host with us. Um, he is actually dressing up as Jack Burton. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Love it. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> He's, we, we went to college together. He, he went to Lambeth with Lane and I, and we, you know, we were in different fraternities, but we were always friends, and then we met back up later. And one of the things that kind of, like, you know, Rehooked us, I guess, whatever you want to call it, was the John Carpenter stuff and 80s stuff and Monster Squad. And we both were just like, holy shit, I love Big Trouble Little China. And he dressed up as him for Halloween, like 13 or 2014 or whatever. And so once I told him we're doing this movie, he's like, I'm dressing up and coming to the venue. <laughs> I was like, okay. And, okay. Um, but we've never that's seen good. it on the big screen. And that that's really the whole point of us getting involved with Full Moon is just being able to be, you know, go see these movies we never got to see mm-hmm. uh, on the big screen. I mean, even the last one we did, Freddy vs. Jason, a lot of people, you know, they were maybe too young to see it or they weren't as into horror as they are now. And, um, you know, I mean, that's quasi recent 15 years ago but still you know even something as recent as that there's still people that never got to see it so um so this one's a a big one obviously not a quote-unquote horror movie but it's it is a monster movie so and it's just awesome yeah (laughs) basically Um, and our buddy from the uk mr sean watson um designed our poster and if you've seen anything 
big things lately, his his posters for It have been going viral. Um, Jessica Chaston has reposted his stuff. Um, what's the director's name? Andy Miss... What's his name? Andy... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I don't know either, actually. I don't Mm -hmm. want to screw it up. I'd rather Um, not say it than than butcher it. I think it's something like... Andy M. Yeah, I think it's something like (laughs) serendipitously. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, they've been reposting (laughs) it, and uh, one of the kids from the first version, or the first volume, just did something on Facebook. So, his his stuff's been, you know, awesome. It's been going viral. So, if you just look up, you know... It posters or whatever you'll you'll most likely see his uh, his work, um, but yeah, he designed the Big Trouble in Little China poster for us, and uh, we'll have I think we got fifty of them at the show. So if you want those, um, you know, come out. We're also I don't have the logistics yet, but we have it's basically um, it's called Music City Hard Creepy Club. And it's just a little <laughs> membership card. And um, so if you excuse me, buy a poster or buy a shirt or buy both, we'll give you one of those and you'll quote unquote be a part of our club. So um, just a little something fun. Um, Creepy. Yeah. Fun. Join the club. Yeah. So, so there's that. And then coming at the end of August, uh, August 24th at Studio 615 in Nashville, East Nashville to be specific. Um, it is called the Defy Film Festival, and I guess this is their third year um, running, and this year they're incorporating some horror into it. Um, they're showing a movie called Pigs from the Ukraine, um, a movie called Blood Sisters from Australia. Um, this one, I think, is supposed to be kind of a, I don't know, horror comedy or something the 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 title just makes me chuckle but uh what metal girls are into <laughs> awesome um, i love it yeah and then they have a, a full length called to tokyo um so they have four um horror shorts and a full length that they're showing there um awesome. but yeah if you uh search for defy film fest on instagram or at google it i'm sure they have a website i didn't check but um that'll be august 24th um starts at seven and um we're talking i want to try to be there um i think if we can talk to one of the girls maybe two of us can show or three or whoever so um so yeah so we'll post something about that on our instagram closer to time so just wanted to make a mention of that so um, so that was a lot for the intro. Mm-hmm. We got a lot to say. Yeah, yeah we did. We got a lot to say. But I'm excited for fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Fun facts. <laughs> We're working on our song. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get together in the studio yeah. and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Life and track yeah. now. <laughs> right. We'll come up with something that slaps. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what people call it? That's, what the, that's what the kids oh, say. Cool. It, yeah. It's like a knee slapper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds about what the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, cool. So when we come back, we'll have some fun facts. Facts of the week. All right. So here's Lena. Yay. Fun facts, everyone. 
So today I was racking my brain. I'm like, what am I going to talk about today? I don't want to give away our theme just yet. So I'm actually going to talk about a movie whose anniversary is today. Ooh, I know what that is. I'm sure y'all know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I posted it on my Instagram today. And yes, it's your favorite blood-sucking Brady Bunch. The Lost Boys. Yes. 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 <laughs> Released July thirty first in nineteen eighty seven. Is thirty one years old, which is awesome. Um, I'm actually gonna start before my fun facts and do a fun little Music City Hard totals, uh, inspired by Joe Bob himself, since we <laughs> talked about him earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Zero breasts. Sorry, everyone. Uh, one shirtless cut oiled up saxophone man with Eli all about Um, if I might interject right there I was at a I was at a conference this weekend uh, for work and I was in the lobby and I somebody called me I don't remember anyways I got off the phone and I'm hearing this like it's almost like a Kenny G like very adult contemporary and it's that song, and it's the same dude singing it, but he cut a, like an adult contemporary version of that. Whoa. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, oh, my God. I love it so much. Yeah, I didn't even know how to react. I was, I was just kind of shocked. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that existed. So, and the guy, I forgot his name, Tim Caparello or whatever his name is, he, he just put out a solo album too. So. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, anyways. Okay. Uh, Half Naked Rob Lowe. That always blew my mind. Uh, we've got Maggot Takeout. We've got some vampire sex. Uh, Rub-a-dub in the tub scene, which is my favorite. <laughs> uh, one Vampire Eddie Munster. Uh, death by Stereo Foo, Death Breath Foo, and Grandpa Foo. Love you, Grandpa. All right. Um, so... Fun fact number one. Opening weekend, this movie made $5 million. That's pretty cool for back in 1987. Ended up grossing $32 million. So that's, Whoa. That's pretty awesome. Hot dudes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to throw it in there. Keeper Sutherland is a bleach blonde vampire. I'm about that life. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fun fact number two, this was Corey Haim and Corey Feldman's first film together, which marked the start of the popular 80s trend, The Two Corys. Um, they ended up starring in other films together. I mean, this one being the most popular, obviously. And they were both in other horror films as well, as like teenage horror. Um, Silver Bullet, Corey Haim, awesome. Um, fun fact number three, this was filmed in only three weeks. I did not know that. That's pretty... Uh, fast mm-hmm. but wow. uh, yeah but i wouldn't be able to tell that um fun fact number four Corey haim who played sam in the movie uh this goes back to my drive-in totals he has a poster of rob lowe in his room which the director says he re- uh he recently directed saint almost fire so he put that poster in there but do y'all know which poster i'm talking about yep Yep. It's like very awkward, but whatever, you know, I'm like, strange. you do you. If that's what you want. That's cool. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It always <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, fun fact number five, Corey Haim later characterized his experience on the shoot as one of his uh, greatest personal 
experiences in his life. So uh, that's not so fun because he died an early age of 38. So sorry, womp womp. Uh, But he was, him and Corey Feldman were my favorites in this movie. Um, So that's pretty cool. Uh, Fun fact number six. Gerard McMahon wrote the theme song Crying Little Sister after only reading the script. He didn't see a single uh, single part of the film before writing that, that song. So huh. I, that's pretty crazy because it, it fits perfectly. And I don't know if you've all heard it. Marilyn Manson has recently covered that song. I haven't listened to it all the way because I love the original so much that I almost can't bear to hear it. Although I, <laughs> I, I do like Marilyn Manson. I'm not hating he does some good covers. He's like yes. really awesome at that. Yes. I, I'll have to give it a better shot. Um, and lastly, characters in the movie say the name Michael approximately 118 times. <laughs> if you go on YouTube, you can watch a two and a half uh, little little film of all of them saying Michael, which I think is super entertaining. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> that is kind of weird. But they just keep, like, like as if we yeah. don't know what his name is. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. very strange. Uh, and I will wrap up my fun facts with my favorite quote from Grandpa. Uh, One thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could stomach all the damn vampires. Happy anniversary, <laughs> Mom, <please>. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! That, that was one. beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That was very Love impressive. It. And we uh, we posted something. I think it was about a month ago, but it was just like a, um, you know, what's a comfort food movie or you know something you, you know it, what, something you can watch at any time, any day, or whatever. And that one was mine. I was actually um, I was in I don't know. I was in some other state. I think I was in South Carolina, and I was in my hotel, and I just got Uber Eats, and I was like, what do I want to watch? Hmm, Lost Boys, and. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen that movie and we've talked about it before. That was one of the first ones that I saw like by myself as a child too early to be watching it by myself. Mm. It's been a very long time since I've watched it and I mm. feel ashamed to say that because it's oh. one of my all time favorites. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. It's okay. We There's just so much stuff to still watch. on Netflix. It is. We did, Aaron and I watched it a few, maybe a couple weeks ago and I remembered um, what we do in the shadows, they have that scene where the people yeah. come over and they have dinner and they're like, do you like your spaghetti? And they're like, your spaghetti is worms. And they're like, we took that from the Lost Boys. Like, oh my God. God. <laughs> so like watching that scene in Lost Boys just cracked me up because um, they do that in what we do in the shadows. And yeah. I just love that movie so much. Know, it makes me laugh. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> Where they, I can't remember. They call it like Paschetti. I think they call it Paschetti. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, best movie. Well, that was a uh, that was a very entertaining fun facts list. Hey, thank you. Probably one of my favorites that we've had so far. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> cool. Um. All right, so we're going to get into this episode. Um, so we started, what was the first one we did of this? Was it, oh, it was Universal Monsters. 
Um, the first and only one that we've done. First and only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first of many, I guess. First of many, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He made um, me question whether we'd done another one and I forgot about it. Yeah. Which well, is very like is, me. This is kind of, a, I guess, two birds with one stone. It, it's kind of helping us, um, you know, during the, the downtime, as we've mentioned, you know, when it's not the fall and it's not centered around Halloween and horror and stuff. Um, but it also just be a way for us to talk with each other and, you know, kind of let, um, you know, our personalities out and chat about some stuff. So... Um, so this was the second, uh, retro rewind. Um, and we chose this movie because I want to say it's August 5th is the 30th anniversary. Um, but the topic of the movie or the topic of the show is... The 1988 remake of The Blob. So, yeah, it's the 30th anniversary. Um, we were talking a little bit before we got on. Um, I, you know, some of us, it's been a while since we've seen it. Some some of us caught up before we started recording. You know, I, th- I think, so this one now is considered, you know, it's kind of the trilogy of The Thing, The Fly, and The Blob. Um, but when it came out in 1988, it bombed. It was, um, I think, and of course these were 1988 numbers, but I think the, I think the budget for it was like 16 million and it only did 8 million total at the box office. So it was like, that's brutal. Yeah. It was like a pretty big bomb. Um, but if you go back and look at a post we did a couple days ago on Instagram, 1988 was stacked with horror stuff i mean if you look at the stuff that was released in that year that is like an all-time list you know i mean there was a nightmare on street 4 halloween 4 uh friday the 13th part 7 the child's play came out the very first child's play yeah um, phantasm 2 um i think hellraiser 2 came out that year Mm -hmm. um just, I mean, all I mean, Blob. Just so many awesome movies were out that year. So I think it was just it got kind of washed, lost in the wash. You know, I think it might have mm-hmm. been a kind of like KB was saying. There's just so much shit going on. So back then, you know, we didn't have all the streaming stuff. So if you had that much stuff hitting the theaters at one time, it was like holy crap! I can't, you know, I can't possibly go see every single one of these. So. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> But, anyways, so, yeah. So, how do we, who wants to get started? Uh, I, I thought this movie was really, I hadn't actually seen the entire um, original movie, but I just remember a lot of clips or references to, like, people stopping in the street and being like, oh, no, it's the blob coming to God. <laughs> like, it just, <laughs> just feels very, uh old fashioned. And so I feel like this is one of those movies that they should, that it deserved a remake, um, to kind of update it a little bit. Cause it is kind of scary idea. Um, but it is also kind of a silly idea, but 
how do you think they all, how, how did you guys think they handled kind of updating the blob, which is basically just a rolling blob through <laughs> a town? How do you think they yeah. handled it? <laughs> I thought it was way more terrifying than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the body horror part of it. I mean, wow. I thought it was scary but hilarious at the same time. Does that make sense? It was disgusting. Like, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely like, disgusting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was super cool because, see, like I'm an example. I thought I had seen this movie and I had not. So I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I've got a lot of different notes about stuff that I liked um, about it, like, like even like it reminded me of how directors even shoot today, like uh, toward the beginning where the blob kind of attaches it himself to the homeless man's hand, and then cuts to the kids uh, slurping up the jello. Mm, like I just mm-hmm. enjoyed that. I was like, I love how they did that. You know? <laughs> yeah, they had this. It did feel. It did feel pretty modern in a lot of ways too. Yeah. Um, with like those kind of directing choices. Um, it also feels pretty well paced. Like I thought it was a good fast paced sort of story. It gets started pretty quickly. There's not a whole lot of like, let me tell you everything about these characters because I mean, mm-hmm. they're interesting and all, but show me the blob. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. did a good job with that. Yeah. Well, and it was, it was a slight difference to, I don't know, overall, well, we've kind of talked about it. I'm not a big fan of remakes anyway. Um, but, you know, they had those three in the 80s were incredible. And they're like, you know, light years past what the originals were doing and capable of. So they can you can do something good out of them. But, you know, the, the, the original one in the 50s with Steve McQueen um, – it was just like an alien, like a, a blob fell out mm-hmm. of space and just whatever. Um, in the 88 one. And then one, just whatever. You know, just whatever. Um, he just blob stuff, you know. He, he just yeah. blobs around. Well, that's the sound <laughs> he makes, too. He's just like, blah. So, um, but in the 88 one, it was like a government uh, experiment, you know, and they were trying to make it like a weapon. So it was kind of a... You know, they tweaked it to, 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 to work better in the 80s. Um, in both versions, it's still the cold that affects it, you know, kills it or whatever. But other mm-hmm. than that, they changed it. Um, I thought this one, the interesting thing is so it's, it's, it's directed by Chuck Russell. And Chuck Russell's debut movie, like the very first movie he directed was Nightmare on Elm Street 3. So nice. right off the bat, he hits a grand slam with, you know, what it, what some people think is even better than the original one. Uh, you know, Nightmare mm-hmm. Minister 3 Dream Warriors. Um, his second movie was this one, which he wrote and directed. He also did The Mask with Jim Carrey. He did Eraser with Arnold. And he did Scorpion King with uh, the People's Champ, Mr. Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. The Rock. Um, <laughs> Love Dwayne. Mm-hmm. But he's done a he, he produced a lot of things before that and he he wrote a bunch of things before that and then Nightmare on Elm Street was the first one he got to direct. Um it was actually co-written with uh Frank Darabont. Do y'all do y'all recognize that name? 
Yeah, Walking Dead. He was and Walking Dead. Shawshank. Shawshank. Oh, everything. Green awesome. Mile, the Mist. <laughs> yeah. Bad yeah. He was the one that did the Mist, uh, the Mist movie, which you know had the the good one. Yeah, the good one had yeah. the, the yeah. shocking ending or whatever. Um, yeah. But he created the Walking Dead TV show and was there for the first season and a half. And unfortunately, he's suing AMC and it's a big mess now. But um, so yeah, it's. You know the pedigree is is awesome. Um, I, it's always funny now. I've, I've kind of gone back. There was like a um, there was like a troop or a tr- is that how you say it? Troop or what is it? Troop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was like the 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 kind of like the streetwise kid or like the you know whatever. But it, he always had like the the New York accent. And it didn't matter where he lived. Yeah. It was always, you know. So in this movie, it was Kevin Dillon. And I went back and watched uh, Shocker. And Pete, Peter Borg was that. Now, he wasn't really the street kid, but he was like the quarterback. But he was, it's always this like New York accent. It's like, yeah, but you're, the film's shot in California. Like, how did yeah, you Yeah, tough guy. The yeah. tough guy, you know. <laughs> and there, there were some other ones like that. And it's like, that was like a, a thing that they did in the 80s. Uh, I guess they probably still do it now. But anyways. Um, but... Um, yeah, I, I think the star of this movie is the special effects, you know, I think, mm-hmm. um, this was in the height of practical effects and, um, as KB mentioned, they're disgusting. <laughs> they're just really, really gross. I, yeah. It's honestly, it takes a really, really, it takes a lot to make me the only word that I can find is queasy Mm -hmm. and that is one of them. But at the same time, the other two movies and the little trio are movies I've watched like once or twice. and will never watch again for the same exact reason. Yeah. Hmm. Well, a lot of people are that way about the fly. Yeah. I mean, the fly is so so sad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's just, and I thought the blob handled those scenes well too. Like you get to know the characters enough to everybody's nice and, or most people are nice. And so when they're sucked up by the blob in nasty ways, it's kind of like, Oh, that's sad. They're not just random, you know, bystanders. A lot of times they're people that you kind of think are nice. Um, I did appreciate, and I think this is kind of funny. The main character girl, I don't know people's names very well, uh, Meg, I guess. She's dating, like, that cute boy, and they're going to go on a date, and he ends up dying, like, first, which I thought was Uh unusual, because usually, you know, it's set up as this couple gets to kind of run around together and be heroes together, but he dies, and she has to run around with the Kevin Dillon's, like, kind of punk kid. Um, yeah. yeah, and they're the heroes. And I thought that was pretty interesting that it kind of flipped that a little bit because he's so unusual and very much an outcast in the town. Yeah, well, um, it was, it I thought was, that was cool. The way they set it up too was like you know they show him, you know, at, at football practice and he's all nervous around her, and then he's at the, uh, you know, he's at the pharmacy, and his buddy's mm-hmm. buying the condoms or whatever, and then it ends up mm-hmm. that the pharmacist is her dad and when he picks mm. picks her up you know so they give um, him a, all this time and then boom he he's fucked <laughs> you know? yeah yeah so, and they set him up to be the hero and he's just not you know yeah i know when he met the dad and his dad said ribbed yeah i died oh, 
literally died. Just like <laughs> secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like covering my eyes. I was like, oh, yeah. too awkward. But like the the hobo with the hand thing when he's in the hospital. And I guess that guy you're talking about walks in and he turns over and you can just see the the stuff going up and down his throat. And then they pull the thing off and he's just disintegrated. It's just yeah. like, yeah. And then I, um, I actually think I found this out from Shockwaves. Um, they interviewed the, um, they interviewed the special effects guy on this. And I think the story goes, he was hired on to do, like a consultant kind of a thing. And then he ended up just like kind of taking over and he brought on a crew of like 33 people and just did the whole thing. But that scene where he, um, you know, the big football guy, he gets whatever absorbed, however you want to say it. And his, the girl comes in and he's like stretch, you know, he's reaching out with his arm, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there was like a, if you go back and watch it and kind of pay attention to it, it was like a, it was like a tube. And so he like put his arm through the tube. So you can see his right arm is in this like plastic thing. Uh-huh. And, um, he said the, the blob itself was like, um, something you wouldn't think of, like, like a paper, like a, like a towel or something. Uh, like <laughs> a, yeah, it was, it was, um, crap. I'll have to, I'll have to try to Google it. I don't remember, but it was something like you would not, you would not think that's what it was at all. But the way that they filmed it and the cameras and everything that it, it, you know, made the effect happen. But some of the stuff, like mm-hmm. when they're at the diner, the the scene with the sink is just really. Oh cool. yeah, oh that did give me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, and I have a garbage disposal, and I always get nervous about like touching it or being yeah. close to it. It's like and don't reach down in there, dude. Ah! No, like, so you're such the, an only, idiot. the only thing that I could keep like screaming the entire time was when uh, the guy went to like touch the girl's boob. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and I just, oh. I just kept screaming, "His titty got her!" <laughs> like his titty, no, the titty got him. The titty and got, got him. Downstairs and asking me why I was screaming for one. But screaming about a titty. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very concerning to him. That was, um, that girl was Erica Elaniac, who was in, she's in a lot of stuff, but I think she was most famously, she was Ellie Mae in the Beverly Hillbillies movie with uh, Ernest. Oh. More importantly, her titty is an alien. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it attacks this, like, molesting boyfriend. Yeah. I whatever. Know. I know. Creeper. Yeah, if you watch that <laughs> whole thing, it's like Creep Townsend. Like, he, he go like, she he pours, he's, like, drinking with her, and she's, like, obviously just way intoxicated. He's like, cool, I'll make you another drink. And he pops the yeah. trunk, and there's, like, a full bar, and he's given her his, like, <laughs> class <laughs> ring, and he's got, like, 50 of them in there, and, like, just... You know, he, he was one of those. Was like, cool. I'm glad he's gone. But yeah. at Bye. the diner, though, the you know the the waitress had told the sheriff to, to meet her after the shift or whatever. And and I, I think I told Kayla he was the guy that played Dale on Walking Dead. So um, yeah. Frank Darabont kept that connection, I guess. Cool. But anyways, oh, 
but she gets in the phone booth and then it absorbs and then you see his head floating, oh. you know. Yeah. Oh, it was so gross. Yeah. yeah. And then it just like yeah. bursts in and it takes her and um I think the um I think the big thing is just like it it was so like well, that plays into what you just said too. Like those two people were nice, you know, like the the sheriff, you know, had a really good demeanor about him and he was you know, going out on a limb, asking the girl out or whatever. And she was obviously, you know, making the guy sandwich and real nice about it, whatever. <laughs> and then they just got screwed. And it was just like the way that they positioned all that stuff. It was, it was really like no one was safe. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm, just, it yeah. was just relentless. It was just like, it was and, and then when she found out it was kind of like a weapon, it made sense that that's just, it was whatever born or programmed to, just keep going and keep killing and keep absorbing and stuff. So I like yeah. that they don't, they didn't do it like the, the fifties version. Cause I think I only saw that one time and I think it was like the blob get gets bigger and it just keeps like eating and yeah. eating and eating and just, and it gets really kind of like fake looking and mm-hmm. this kind of uh, definitely more menacing, I guess. Yeah. I like that it took place in a small town rather than a big city. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be easy to be like, let's put the blob in Times Square. And that's terrible. Yeah. That's terrifying. But I like that they did it in a small town where I think like, and I like movies that take place in small towns because that's where people feel safe. And this uh-huh. is something that they have no control over. Um, I also really like government conspiracy movies. I don't know if anyone else likes those too, mm-hmm. but or movies where like, there's some sort of weird conspiracy, like, scientists like have let something loose and everyone's paying for it. And I just, I don't know. I just like that kind of stuff, I guess. And I'm not a conspiracy conspiracy theorist either, but I just think it's entertaining. Not a aluminum foil hat. (laughs) Put my hat on. Yep. (laughs) I I like like weapons. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Trails. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever people are nervous about. I don't know. I do want to throw in, I saw on some website, it might have been Wikipedia, that the budget was $19 million and $9 million went toward uh, visual effects. So, Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it shows. They yeah. they look really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of that, I'm trying to find this real quick. Yeah, I wish that- they... And I wish they did more... Um, practical effects nowadays. I just, I don't know. I feel like that's becoming kind of a lost art or maybe it's coming back, but for a long time it was kind of lost. Um, so it's nice to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when movies embrace it and kind of do, do it the right way, you know, it's like anything like this stuff should be cheaper to make so you should be able to do this stuff but it it comes down to just easy you know it's easy Mm -hmm. you know less hassle than um you know just do it on a computer and be done with it yeah that's a bummer um so i really can't find where i can't really find well anyways um so have y'all heard um, they're talking about remaking this movie? Um, no, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't know if it's going to be a remake of the remake or a remake of the original. Um, 
tentatively, Halle Berry is attached to it. Ugh. Interesting. <laughs> Fail. She's like, oh, know. I've been a fan for so long. Man, <laughs> I don't know. She just, yeah, yeah. it's, I don't know. I've seen a few movies with her in it recently. I'm like, what do you, what happened? <laughs> yeah. How did you do this? Um, I don't, you know, I'm always skeptical of remakes anyway, but this is, this is one of those where it's hard to get people to buy into something like this now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't really quite work anymore unless you, unless they find some sort of different way to tell the story. I just feel like this mm-hmm. is something that people don't find that scary anymore I think, in a movie theater. You know what I mean? I, I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier. I mean, if you, almost any horror movie that we liked could be done today if you tie it into like the Facebook culture and like fake news and you know all that stuff like they're not they don't care you know what I mean I mean it could be on CNN you know uh, uh, nuclear or you know military experiment goes awry blobs eating blah 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 oh yeah that's fake news you know what I mean like so Mm -hmm. from that standpoint I could see it like spreading and taking over just because like people aren't paying attention they're not trying to evade it or you know um that kind of a thing so but yeah Yeah. i mean it's kind of but are they but are they interesting enough to give that a shot i don't know (laughs) i feel like it could be kind of a lazy money grab in the wrong hands yeah Mm -hmm. which would be the remake of the thing the remake of the thing was great Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's true well i enjoyed it but people didn't make a lot of. I'm assuming these movies Eli, that you disagree <laughs> since you're you're mumbling. That was a that was a that was a low shriek. Um, <laughs> a low shriek. Yeah, it was more like a, a low shriek. Mm, just a groan. Some some small animal is like dying close yeah. back to Eli. Right now. So <laughs> it, it was what you just said, Kayla. It, it, I mean, they they hired this company to do all the practical effects because the company that was hired obviously loved the original, and they're like, "Oh shit, we're." And I guess it's quote unquote kind of a prequel ish, you know. I, I, I don't know where I don't know yeah. where they landed on on that one. Um, they tried to do something prequel ish, like yeah. interesting. Um, so you know, of course, the, the people that grew up watching that were super pumped to to be you know putting their hand on it, and then. The majority of the effects were replaced with CG, and CG was rough. So that's my biggest thing with it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I just think it was unnecessary. Like, what was the point? You know, it, it didn't. It didn't spawn another one, and it didn't really improve on. Which it's going to be hard to beat Carpenter from the '80s, you know. But um, the the CG was really uh, iffy with me. So, but anyways. That's that's my two cents on a movie we're not even really talking about. So. <laughs> but no, I feel like it's a concern that, you know, I feel like people are kind of getting out of the remake machine a little bit or more skeptical of it anyway. Um, I just feel like it's not a good time. It's just like, put it, put it away somewhere. Bring it back out later. Because I feel like people are more uh, savvy a little bit, at yeah. least from my point of view you know like when people are like there's gonna be a chucky tv show everyone's like instead of like yay and i feel like maybe that was a few maybe like five years ago that would have been cool i don't know 
Well, I mean, like the big movie event of this, the year is the one you're looking for to the Suspiria remake. So, yeah. uh, well, I mean, two and a half hours. <laughs> Skeptical. Uh, I'm still, I just can't let myself be excited. I don't know. I just there's something in my body that's just like. No, and not it's even like the a, chest vagina that ruined it. Oh, my God. And it's not even like the first, the original one is fine. It's not my favorite. And it's some of it's kind of terrible. But I don't know. There's just something about it where it just feels, I don't know. I just can't be excited about a remake of something that was so, you know, important, maybe, is what it is. I don't know. I just, I just can't let myself like it yet. Plus, Dakota Johnson's the worst, and I will talk about horribly about her every time <laughs> we mention it. Agreed. Spirit, I'm like, I hate her. She's the worst. So agreed. The worst. Ugh. Watch them make a blob starring Dakota Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be our luck. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think... Um, you know, I think this is like a lot of movies, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's it's getting its praise after. Um, you know, even even in the same realm, we're talking about like with remakes, you know, KB is a big fan of the Evil Dead remake. You know, I think that's, I think it's getting more recognition now than it did when it came out. And I mean, it was, it wasn't even like a bomb or anything. It was a pretty decent hit. I don't think it was like a you know, it didn't set records or anything, but I don't think it like lost money or anything either. But I think now more people are talking favorably about that one, you know, five years on than they were when it was first released. And I think the same thing with this, um, you know, um, and it, same kind of thing. It was on, you know, HBO and, USA and all that stuff growing up so people you know the kids in the 90s we got to watch it and it was obviously the tamed down version um unless mm-hmm. it was on HBO but um you know I, I think it just kind of I hate to use the word cult following or you know use that term but it kind of did you know um a lot of a lot of the a lot of the ones from these monster squad obviously and you know, some of those were nowhere near as popular as they were, you know, when they were released. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty interesting. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's just more appreciation for the style or, or what it is, but yeah, people, it's kind of odd that these movies weren't hits right away or, you know, at least as big as the bombs that they were. It's kind of shocking actually. Yeah. The big one was Monster Squad. That that one was, I think that was a bigger bomb than The Blob, honestly, as far as like, you know, it cost $10 million to make and they made $1 bucks at the box office or something. So. Crazy. Bad. But, but yeah, if you haven't watched The Blob, watch it because it's, yeah. it's good. You will probably like it. It's I nice. love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you'll yeah. probably puke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably puke. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. I'm trying to double check. I, I don't think it's on streaming right now. Um, no, I rented it from Amazon today. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. only available for rent and purchase at the moment. Actually, I don't know if I've ever seen it on a streaming site and somebody was talking about, it's been kind of hard to get the, the DVD, like the Blu-ray. Um, I guess it was released 
by whatever company did the Blu-ray and it like sold out almost instantly. And now, you know, copies are like 80, 90, hundred bucks. Um, but you can buy the Australian version, which is region free. So it will work over here. And those, you can get those for like 20 bucks. So, but, um, but yeah, I thought that one was a good one to do for this because you know, we're about to hit the 30th anniversary and, um, this is one I would love to do at Blue Moon, so maybe I can put a little, yes. little bird in their ear and tell them. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah that would be I'll a good make, one to watch. I'll make great. sure to bring um, a, uh, a vomit bag for myself. Bar bag. <laughs> <laughs> right. Barf, barf bag. bags. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put barf bags in all the seeds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's great, because let me tell you, it uh, it did not agree with me at it's- yeah, it's gnarl. I think the I yeah. think the scene with the 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 titty, um, <laughs> the titty, the titty non titty because you don't see the titty. It's just yeah. There's a bra. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so his like his his whole his whole like forearm like goes into the cavity, and then you shows her face, and her face is being like sucked in from the inside. Oh, that was and, gross. And then like. You kind of see the outside of the car, and he's like kicking the the, the window, and then you see the, the the crap fill up, and then it kind of does this pan out thing, and like I don't know, there's something really like unsettling about that scene. Like I don't know because you know in most horror movies the girl would have been say well okay let's go back to the, the the football player guy right so they get the homeless dude and they take him to the hospital. And then when he's in the room, they see he's, he's decomposed or whatever. And then it lands on the football player guy. And then when the girl goes in there, you know, she's re- he's reaching out her, his hand and she accidentally pulls it off. Well, when she <laughs> lands and hits the wall, like nothing happens. You know what I mean? Like when she was knocked out, that blob should have been like, easy prey. Bye, bitch. You know, whatever. And, <laughs> you know, it didn't. That was the only like... F- I'm sure there's more, but that was the only flub I noticed in the movie. Like, what happened with her? Because, you know, it didn't seem to discriminate who it killed, you know. But um, Yeah. But, yeah. Like, like, well, a, I don't want to mess up her pretty sweater that she borrowed from her mom. Like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But That's cashmere. <laughs> it is. But, yeah, it was um, – but, yeah, the drunk girl in the car, you know, in a lot of horror movies, she would have been spared. So, um the blob obviously didn't care about her, so. Nope. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes but, it interesting. You can't really negotiate with the blob. No. The yeah. blob doesn't feel feelings. No. You know, it's just kind of, and I think probably that what makes it a little unsettling is you can't talk to a blob. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not blob. like Freddie, you know, you can kind of chit chat with Freddie or, no. you know, kind of banter a little bit, but <laughs> not a blob. To, to be completely fun. honest, that movie just makes me want to watch Saw. Hmm. Interesting. Because, well, because the girl in the movie is oh, right. the girl from Saw. Amazing. What? Yeah. I oh. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So cool. Did I just blow your mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Shawnee Shawn- Smith. Awesome. 
Yep, she was a uh, she was the girl in the blob. Nice. Okay, I need to rewatch Saw as long as I can get past Carrie Ellis is really embarrassing <laughs> acting. He's so He's terrible. Bad. He's so yeah. terrible. He's somehow great and and awful at the <laughs> same exact time. And I think how you pull that off. That's a really hard thing to do. It's true. That is true. <laughs> um, I mean, KB coming in with the facts there. How about that? Boom. Fun fun saving it for the right moment. Bird's right. got fun facts all over the place today. Yeah. Facts on facts. We on are facts. full of facts. facts on facts. I heard you like facts. Chest. So we put yeah. some facts in your facts. If you like facts. facts, I might have some facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make it a rap song. I can't think of it. Sorry. That would have been really cool, though, if I could have. Maybe next time. It could yeah. be like that shot song, like the little John where he's like, yeah. shot, 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 shot. Yeah. It could be like, facts, 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 facts. facts. Yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was trying to say, like, yeah. um, use a fine motherfucker once you back that facts up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we can make that Lena's theme song. Yeah. Yes, please <laughs> do it. Pick that facts up. <laughs> Y'all are too much. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, I guess we've said everything we need to say about the Blob from 1988. Uh, I want to throw one more thing in there. I saw on Instagram. Let's hit it. A while ago. I just saw that, um, y'all know Pinewood Social has that little pool in the back or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're doing like a movie series and August 28th, which is a Tuesday, they're doing I Know What You Did Last Summer. <gasps> oh, nice. Oh. You can float the pool and watch some Pokemon. And, mm, yeah. Oh, that's such a fun one to watch with the yeah. group, too. Oh, that's awesome. What that's a good choice. Cool. Yeah. I was kind of surprised they're doing that. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I want to check out um, Nashville Shores has been showing movies. Um, and I think it's, you know, obviously more like kid stuff, but that would be like perfect for like Jaws. Um, oh, yeah. I've always wanted to see Jaws like on a nice. tube. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> in the water. With my butt in the water. I just, yeah. oh, I want to go so bad. Magical. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be cool. Um, I think, I think this is the part where we do the socials, right? Yep. You know where to find us, you guys. Music City Horror, all over the place. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also our blog, musiccityhorror.com. We write stuff. We post those lists of streaming movies. So you want to check those out for sure, too. Uh... Uh, what else? Uh, Indie Popcorn. Post some stuff about us. You can find us all over Instagram. We're on Instagram most most of the time. Yeah. Um, so if you want to talk to us, that's probably the best place to find us there, too. Sometimes we get froggy and post videos. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it gets pretty exciting. You can see our Instagram. faces. Mm-hmm. I know. You can see our faces and put our voices <laughs> with our faces. It's super fun. Uh. Yeah. Like, where do all these accents come from? That's the face. <laughs> That's us. That's how we do it. Um, okay, I guess that's all for this episode. Um, 
could have swore I had one more thing to say, and I don't remember what it is. So. Do we need to do any shout-outs? Oh, yeah. I have a couple of shout-outs this week. Bam. Oh, yeah. I, I have a shout-out, too. Let's get it. Let's get going. How awesome. about that? Okay, so I'll go ahead and go first since I, I'm the one that brought it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a shout-out to two podcasts, not any that I personally know, um, but just a couple that I've really been into um, and that uh, some of my friends have worked with, so I've recently started listening to them. The first one is Rassle Rap, um, at Rassle Rap <laughs> on Twitter, um, I think on Instagram, too, Um his whole show is literally talking about um, hip-hop and wrestling. Um, one of my friends, um, one of my really close girlfriends that's, you know, into the whole wrestling community, um, she also makes, like, streetwear merch. Um, she was on it, and I listened to that episode, and it's really, really interesting whether you're into one or the other. It is primarily more of a wrestling podcast, but... It's super, super interesting. I really, really like the host. He's uh, he's a lot of fun to listen to. Um, the next one is Swish and Flickcast. Has everybody? Has anybody listened to Swish and Flick? Nope. No, no. But Ari sounds like I'm gonna like it. <gasps> I'm right. So, so I, <laughs> I know I it's recently. I recently, um, you know, at 31, 31 years of age now. I almost said thirty, but I just turned thirty-one. Um, am revisiting Harry Potter. It's not any, and ironically, not ironically, but happily, today is actually Harry Potter's birthday. We're recording on um, on his birthday, July 31st. Um, so happy birthday, Harry. Um, <laughs> I have recently, um, you know, seen the movie a million times, grew up with the book since I was, you know, actually 11 years old. Um, I have recently started re-listening to them. I got an Audible account. I listen to it in the car while I while I work out. I listen to them all the time. So I've been revisiting the books. But you can only you only get one free like one book a month with your Audible subscription. So in between, I decided to look up Harry Potter podcasts. So Swish and Flick is um, a Harry Potter podcast, if you didn't catch that. Um, But they actually break it down chapter by chapter. So I'm on, like, maybe chapter four or five of the Sorcerer's Stone. So they go into discussions. They go into, um, you know, trivia. But it doesn't, like, it doesn't stay within the confines of book one. So it discusses... You know, basically, if you're rereading book one and you've already read book seven, like how everything correlates and, and oh, just cool. a really a super open discussion. Um, so I have been absolutely immersed in that. Every second I have to actually listen to something, it's actually usually been Swish and Flick podcast. Um, so if you are a Harry Potter fan... Um, definitely check out Swish and Flick. Um, there's Swish and Flick on iTunes. Um, on Instagram, there's Swish Flick Cast. Um, I'm not sure if they have a Twitter. Um, I didn't. I didn't actually preemptively look it up. Look it up, but um, they're really fun to listen to, and they they discuss a lot of stuff. If you're super into um, if you're super into Harry Potter, and they are Swish Flick cast on Twitter. So, shout out to them, um, just because 
I think that this is the first uh, this is the first podcast other than our own that I've really really started listening to. Mm. Nice. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all stuff. I got. Um, I've got a really quick one. I think we've mentioned the horror virgin before. Um, there are friends um, who have their own podcast called the Horror Virgin. Um, they're part of the Modern Horrors Network. Uh, we had dinner with them a few weeks ago. I wish I could have um, went to that because their podcast is incredible. Yeah, they are so funny. They are so funny. They're hilarious. Um, I did a guest hosting spot with them a couple weeks ago. That should come out soon. It's not out yet. Um, and we talked about one of my favorite movies, and I'm excited for everybody to hear it. But they are just the most fun people. We ate so many snacks. And we watch the movie, which is something that Todd, who's a war virgin, has never seen before. And then we go through the movie and discuss it. And, oh, my gosh, I don't think I'd laugh so hard in months. <laughs> They're hilarious. It was so much fun. Um, and I can't wait to hear the episode. And, uh, oh, I can't wait to hear that down. either because yeah, I, I really so fun. need to pick them back. I need to pick them back up because they really, really are. That's a It's good quality, um, and they are hysterical. Yeah, they're the amazing. One, oh, my just, God. I died. Yeah. <laughs> they're, hilarious. they're hilarious. They're fun people, cool people. Um, they work really hard on the podcast and they've just started basically and they're already just killing it. So I just wanted to shout them out, um, cause they're awesome. Yay. <laughs> hey, good job. Um, I'm just going to shout out real quick. Uh, my friend Cole Roberts, he does the, um, ice cream movie night. Sorry. <laughs> Scary Movie Ice Cream Night Podcast. That's See, I'm, I'm giving you the itis now. You're stumbling. I know. You are. <laughs> but uh, he and his co-host, Mike, do uh, a new podcast now called Saturday Morning Ice Cream, where they talk about growing up in the 80s and the 90s and how Saturday mornings were when we were, like, kids and what you watch, what kind of cereal you ate, you know. It really gives me the feels. So I've been really enjoying that lately and just kind of reminiscing on, on some things on TV or just being a, a kid in the 80s and early 90s. So It was a good time to be a kid. It was. It really was. So <laughs> that's my quick shout-out. Awesome. Um, somewhat related. I think, I think y'all saw this, but Funko is releasing cereal. Oh, I did see that. Um, yeah, yes. so there, there's a Freddy uh, cereal, and there's a Jason Voorhees cereal, and I think there was a Beetlejuice, and I want to say I saw that they were releasing an It cereal. That may be wrong, though. I think um, I saw that today, too. Yeah. yeah that's so, interesting. So I haven't seen them in the wild yet. Like the, I think the Freddy and Jason ones are only at GameStop, and I try to avoid that place at all costs. So, <laughs> um, so they're doing that whole, like, exclusive, you know, st- and like, what, no, I take that back. Jason and Freddy are at F, uh, FYE, and there's only, like, three of those in Tennessee, so... I'll never get to go to one of those. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I will just shout out Modern Horrors. Um, Luke and Jacob at Modern Horrors. Um, we, um, Kayla and I were at the, what was it called? Hypericon? Hypericon, yeah. That was about a month ago. And we were on a panel and talked about hard journalism and they were they came to our panel and then we went to their panel and um they got a lot of cool things working um 
specifically in the Nashville area. And um, they've got a lot of ties to some big names, including Shutter, among other people. So, um, so they they always put out good stuff. Um, they're you know, bread and butter is obviously they put the modern and modern horrors. So they're, they're all about the new stuff. Um, they, you know, it's not that they don't like the old stuff. It's just that, you know, they want to make sure that the new stuff has the acclaim kind of like what we're talking about with the blob, you know, they don't want it to slide under the, you know, slide through the cracks and have to go through life as a cult thing when it could be a success on the front end or whatever. Um, so everything new releases, they're, they're all about that. So modernhars.com, they're on, um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. So check those guys out. So, um, so yeah. So thank you for the reminder, KB. I totally forgot about <laughs> yeah. that. No problem. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, I don't know when we'll get together again. Um, we've all been so busy this summer. Um, Hopefully we can start slowing down heading into September because last year I think we did, I think we did an episode a week for like that first six weeks, right? Like that was in like the 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 brunt of like the busy season, though, right? Like we were. Yeah, it was like rampant for Halloween um, time, so we were quite busy. Yeah, I think we were cranking them. Up. I mean, I'm not saying we'll do that again this year, but we're hopefully we'll put out you know more than one a month in the busy season, so. And they may or may not have a correspondent for uh, Halloween Horror Nights this year. So, we'll see. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, we'll have some more details coming soon. We have some... um Hopefully we'll have some Joe Bob news. We have something else coming at the end of October. Um, Actually, it's kind of... Me and the husbands of Music City Horror, uh, Kayla's husband and Lena's <laughs> husband, and um, other Kayla's husband will be in New York, but he'll be there in spirit. And um, but um, yeah, we're finalizing the details on that, so hopefully we can announce that soon. Um, we're tentatively telling people October 25th in Nashville. Keep your keep your schedules open. That's a Thursday night, so hopefully. You know, you're not hitting up the haunted houses that soon, or if you have, you're not doing it on a Thursday night. So um, hopefully we'll get some confirmation soon. And I think that's it. So, yeah, until then, we'll we'll see you next time. Cool. Peace out. Holla. Bye. Bye.